Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Steve's going to give you traffic in a little bit. Heads up, 196 is closed. It's a pain in the butt. At least it is. Uh, I don't know. Steve's going to give you all the details. It's it's just a pain in the butt. Okay, uh, downtown Grand Rapids, 196 is closed. It's It was it was a nightmare. Fish he, called me, and he was very sad. I was, because it added an extra five minutes to my drive. I, t- I perfectly time out my mornings 99% of the, the time. 99%. Did you just need someone to, like, vent to, and, you know, Steve was pretty much the only person awake. <laughs> no, because I actually was busting your chops, yours and Steve's chops earlier this week about being late all the time. And I called Steve and I said, I'm still, I think I'm going to be a few minutes late. So you may have to wait for me. Oh yeah. But I still got there before. Yeah. Steve. I said, don't <laughs> you worry, sir. I'll yeah. be there in like 10 minutes. You'll be there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. That's all so right. funny. So, uh, it, it's Friday. I'm dragging a little bit today. I, uh, I open up this, uh, I stop sometimes and I'll get this. It's like a, Monster Energy Water. I have a hard time buying it, though, because it's like $3, and I, and I think that's crazy, mm-hmm. and I'm cheap. Tropical Thunder, Monster Hydro, Energy Water, Advanced Hydration. You should do their commercial voiceover. I'm hoping. I'm trying, right? Well, Steve told me a long time ago, Monster's the, what, has made more money than any company in the stock market or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, the, the company that owns Monster, I forget the name, the exact name of the holding company or whatever, uh, had like the largest growth over a five-year period of any stock Ever. in the stock market. Do they own other stuff, I'm assuming, other than just Monster? Well, no, Monster was what did it. Just oh. shot it through the roof. So here's the fascinating thing, Steve. If you notice this orange bottle that I'm holding right now, it's a plastic bottle. And Christine is uh, having a hard time uh, with me being taken, air quotes, today. Uh, so much so that she just went... But Steve, see, you distracted Steve because you asked him about the cup. I know, right? Thing. Steve, oh. <laughs> focus, focus. What? Okay. You have to look at his. You could have bought the stock for like pennies. And yeah. Now it's like close to $100. Yeah, so you see this uh, orange container? <clears throat> uh-huh. See that right there? Can you see that from your room? It's a dent. It's from my thumb. Why'd he, you do that? He but, bought it that way. No, no, I didn't buy it. I never would buy a dent. It, <laughs> I, it's from my thumb. When I opened it, I just needed it. I squeezed it. I'm that strong. And that's what uh, Christine got all excited about. Is the strength. That bottle is made out of diamonds. Strength of my thumb. Yeah, mm. this is titanium. If you were single, <laughs> I'd say put that on your dating profile. What, the bottle or no, my thumb? No, I, I have a strong thumb. I have a strong thumb. <laughs> you like that? You want me to, like, uh, I could probably pin you down with my thumb. I highly doubt it. I could. <laughs> I could. But I'd have to put it, like, right on your chest, center of your chest area. And that's too close to your cans, and I could get a complaint from HR, so I'm not doing it. Yeah, even without HR, you wouldn't do it. Whatever. <laughs> the most action you've gotten this year, almost, is from me giving you an ocular eye massage. That felt so good. See? She mentions it every time I bring it up. She gets excited. So. Maybe you do have strong thumbs. I do. 
<laughs> I, did, I couldn't use my thumbs on your cranium because I'd probably break it. <laughs> I don't want to break your head. How are you doing today? You are wearing your uh, really cool camo coat today. You're, Thank uh, you. Got a hot date, job interview or something today? It looks like you're wearing pants. Both of those things. <laughs> you have a hot a job interview with a hot date? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nothing exciting. I'm, Did, wearing, I'm wearing lounge pants today. Oh, I just sometimes I can't tell because you're so tiny behind the console. Yeah, they're, la- they're considered lounge pants, which, I mean, you're just supposed to lounge in. Not that technically where to work, but <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, live we work a. It, this is my favorite part about our industry. Right? Oh yeah. Seriously. Oh yeah. Steve's dressed we up can... today in a t-shirt. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> exactly. going into a decision of what I wanted to do with my life after I ended up not being an engineer. My one of my goals was to be able to wear my hat to work every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it. You're doing it. Honestly, guys. I don't think I would ever be able to get back into some type of professional career that required me to dress up every day. You realize you and I were talking about stuff. You were uh, talking about, uh, Christine was talking about, like, in the, you know, she's 33, she's mobile, she's not, you know, married, doesn't have kids. And uh, when we, you and I were talking about that, some of the examples you were giving me of things you might end up doing if you moved somewhere else in the mm-hmm. country to go experience life. Yeah. I, the first thing that went through my head was, Oh, maybe she'll like that because she could dress up every day. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, honestly, like when you were talking about like pub business PR, casual is one thing, but to be like business professional—that's PR. Uh, you're gonna if you're doing PR in a lot of situations, you're gonna have to wear we'll real see. clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But you know what? The nice thing now is they make like dress-up clothes. Comfy and oh. stretch material. No, no, no. You need Alicia's got these pants, and I don't typically like high pants. She's got these black slack like pants that have a big string and yep. bow or whatever. Yeah. They go up here. I don't know what they're called, but they're just tight. I know what you're talking about, like they the drawstring. Are stupid comfy looking. Yeah. Every time she wears them, and they, they and she always looks uber professional in them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I said to her the other day, I'm like, if they ever make those. Steve's looking at pictures now. Well, no, I'm trying to find uh, <laughs> if they sell a uh, suit made out of sweatpants with a hoodie on it. Oh, that's then amazing. I'd dress up for work. Oh, they <laughs> oh, do. Yeah. Look at that. Yes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, they make man rompers now. There's something for everybody. I'll tell you, if they ever make those type of fancy dress pants for men that are baggy and comfy like that, and like they and they trend. I'm pretty sure I'm they in. they make comfy clothes for men yeah, that are professional. I, I just like to be comfy. That's yeah, why me I, too. I wear slicks all the time. I mean, I used to, pre-COVID, at least wear jeans to work. Because Connie was I used know, to, me too. Connie I don't anymore. To, <laughs> Connie, uh, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, <laughs> Connie used to pick on me all the time uh, because uh, I would go from work to the gym and we would be in the parking ramp where we park our cars. I would make her stand facing away by the car and I'd be behind my car taking my pants off and putting my shorts on so I didn't have to go change in the locker room of the gym. I could just go in, work yeah. out, and leave. And uh, not that I was afraid. In the no, he has the locker room scaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time I change in a locker room, Makes somebody sense. will come up to me and they'll be like, pardon me, I don't mean to be rude, but ma'am, could you please leave? I know, right? And I'm like, I'm a man. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's just cold in here. <laughs> well, quit wearing your thong to the gym. <laughs> yeah, well, it's your wife's thong that's the problem. <laughs> it's hot, though. Put on a bra. I'm going to do one of your favorite things right now. I'm going to talk about you. Okay. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. I don't I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing though. No, <laughs> we'll no find it's, out. it's yeah, you'll 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 appreciate this. Uh, the job is always is never really an easy thing. Work is can sometimes be tough. 
And if uh, Steve and I know anything about Christine, which uh, hopefully you, the click of six, have learned a lot more about her, but having known Christine for years, uh, we know that she uh, has a hard time with uh, self-esteem. She really uh, has a hard time really... uh, you know, propping herself up. All yeah, the time. she doesn't think, think yeah. very highly of herself, especially when it comes to work. Mm-hmm. She rarely, rarely will talk about how wonderful and great she is. Yeah. So for you, I did. I did this today, Christine. Okay. I have a list of four ways to toot your own horn without looking like a jerk at your job. Okay. Yeah, okay. and not a euphemism. Yeah. To, no. Not, yeah, that's that's weird. You made it weird. Uh, comparing yourself to yourself. Comparing yourself to others can sound braggy, so try comparing your recent accomplishments to things you've done in the past. Like, for example, my Christineology seems to be getting a little bit better because I realize that I, if I prep, you know, prepare a little bit more the day before, it's more effective. Boom. There we go. Yeah, see that? And you could say that to be like management mm-hmm. rather than saying, hey, wait a minute. I work so much more than Bob over there in sales. Right. Bob, who's, you know. It's always Bob, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's the worst. Another way to uh, make yourself to your own horn at work, ask for feedback on something you know is good. Mm. Like, so you could say to sweet, sweet D, our boss, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're proud of something. What's the last thing that Christine did that was good, Steve? Well, I was thinking, I mean, if you're using sweet, sweet D as an example, you're not going to get a compliment, even if it was He's good. He's such an ass. <laughs> yeah. So, let's, this let's doesn't qualify a, for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's say a good and boss. And if there was, and if there was a compliment, it'd immediately be followed oh, up yeah. with something bad. Oh, yeah. Especially, honest to God, and I think Christine can verify this, especially if it's me. Uh, yeah. Yep. Like, I, I, you would think I was his brother that he hates. <laughs> Aren't you? I think I feel like it sometimes. Uh, so ask for feedback on something you know is good, too. Let's pretend that's a good boss, not ours. Uh, when you're proud of something, like, check in with your boss and ask them how you're doing so far. But don't overdo it. Because right. then they know. But, like, hey, sweet, sweet D, have you seen uh, or have you heard the stuff I've been doing on the air recently? You know, and then pointed out something good that you did. What's something good she did recently? Steve? Okay, we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm uh, just speechless here. Uh, another, way, Thanks. <laughs> another way to toot your own horn at work, focus on the company's success, not your own. If you have to brag, make sure it's about how well the company is doing and how well you've helped it. You know, like, wow, I am so glad our ratings are still pretty good here at the station since Connie passed. I hope, you know, and without saying... And this would be tough for you. I hope I've been able to do this. You can't talk about yourself with it. Actually, you should not do number three. <laughs> <laughs> this company is lucky to have me in their presence. Yes. <laughs> is actually what Christine tried to have them write in her contract yeah. that we would say to yes. her every day. And I said, <laughs> hell no. Yeah. Hell no. All right. And finally, we're talking about a way to toot your own horn at work. Accept compliments, which you do. I know that. Mm-hmm. But here's the hard part. Okay. Accept compliments, but be professional about it. Okay. It's no fun when people won't accept compliments, so don't dodge them. However, just be gracious. Say thank you, and don't say, well, the reason I'm great is because... <laughs> <laughs> are any of these helping you at all? Are you really yeah, are like, yeah. Thank you. No, yeah. This is this is me saying thank you. Oh, you made it about yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just instantly well, like that. this whole thing was a, directed towards me, was oh, it not? Oh, was it really? Us. Did we ever even <laughs> to, qualify to, that? Yeah. <laughs> to in my horn. Oh, oh, oh. my God. Guys, I'm trying thank here. Thank you. It worked. <laughs> to all the other radio companies that want this show. No, I don't understand it, but uh, yeah, I'm trying with her. I just I don't know what to do. Yeah. 
Today's text question of the day will throw up on the station's website when we're done with it. Who on the show would you switch lives with? This is a flashback Friday from April 23rd of 2020. Based off of uh, a little bit of what we heard off the air, uh, going to have Steve go last on this one. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because uh, you had a really interesting tease. Yeah, something about off the air. You were talking about something with your Oh, wife. okay, yeah. I was getting really weirded out for a second because I, I said a really inappropriate joke, too. Oh, no. And I thought you were that. trying to reference that, but I remember, no. yeah, you know, the other no. thing. Yeah, yeah okay. Inappropriate the jokes. Other, are, the other tease, Steve. Inappropriate jokes are for future podcasts. Yeah. All right. Flashback Friday, April 23rd, 2020. Which member of the show, Christine, would you switch lives with and why? So I, I put you, Fish, yeah. because you have a pretty cool house. And <laughs> That's nice. I like your house. <laughs> you do. It would be fun to chill to chill there. But I'm also going to go another route and say I'd be Brittany, Steve's wife. Nope, okay. can't do that. That's Why? Not some people did some people did that? Oh, did they really? Yeah, they they went the other route. All right, fine. Okay, and so wait, are you going So your first answer is me. Yes. Yes. For as far as on the show, but show adjacent, I'm going Brittany, because I think Steve and I would cook some good meals together. Oh, I'll bet you'd be cooking. Oh, good she meals. just wants to marry me. That's yeah. what it is. I yeah. get it now. So she wants to be me. But because, I want to be you on the show. Yeah, she wants to be me because of my house. Yeah. And your wife because of your food. And me. Yeah. She secretly wants to be married to me. Everybody yeah. knows. Or she, maybe she wants to just and, be near my body. And they have such cute kids. I would love to play with Izzy and Charlotte for a day. I get that. I get that. Steve's got a pretty easy life if you really break it down. <laughs> so <laughs> So uh, I, I really like, I, I, I was thinking, because Steve was my instinctive answer right away, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that'd be pretty cool. But I, I just got to, I don't want to not share who I am as a human for today's text question of the day. So. Flashback Friday from April 23rd of 2020, Christine. Who on the show would you switch lives with? I mean, okay. Let's talk about her life. Comes into the show, does stuff behind the scenes for the station, go home, goes home, chills on her couch, catches a buzz, hangs with her cat. <laughs> Fiddles with her knockers or something. I don't know what else she's doing there. <laughs> I just imagine Christine at home saying, Is that an instrument? Rum, 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 rum. <laughs> yeah. She has a wall. She has a, a board, a particle board with a bunch of door knockers. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I'm instinctively going on, Christine. And, and I like to have fun on the weekends. And, yeah, yeah. She likes to party, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, and also, no offense, Steve, just because I, I love your kids, but right. based off of what I've learned from you and uh, all the stuff you tell me you go through every day, yeah, it's tough. I don't want to be you. So, <laughs> which mm-hmm. member of the show would you switch lives with, and why? And and for work, also, by the way, you do a ton of stuff behind the scenes. Yes, I do. I don't want to do that anymore. No. I did that when I started my career. Exactly. I'm good. I like. I've done what Christine's doing. I mean, I've never done it. You know. As a female? <laughs> As a female. You know what I'm saying? Steve, which member of the... Start with you and end with your wife. Which member of the show would you switch lives with and why? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Christine. And um, the two main reasons are, one, I could get a break from the kids. And two, mm-hmm. I'd use 
that break time to play her Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, solid. That's solid. It's an easy choice for That's me. So great. <laughs> That's I mean, I don't solid. blame you. The Switch is a lot of fun. Right. But last night, so I told Brittany the text question of the day, which is. Who on the show would you switch lives with? It's and, a flashback Friday from April 23rd of 2020. Mm-hmm. And she quickly turned to me and she said, well, no one's going to pick you. <laughs> I said, what? And I, I, like to, I didn't understand where she was coming from. She quickly had to give some context to it and said, no, because of all the complaining you do about how the kids are constantly sick yeah. and everything, not because anything about you. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that was rough. You know what sucks about that answer, Christine, huh. from Brittany? I swear I was hoping, and I was praying I had it ready to go. I was hoping and praying, dear, sweet, beautiful, six foot five, well-groomed, perfectly bearded, nice robed Jesus. Please let Brittany's answer be Alicia. <laughs> no, <laughs> you wish. I do, because I would have had fun with you for years off of that. Hey, you remember that one time three years ago? Yeah. When- <laughs> he'll call you on his deathbed. Right? <laughs> yeah. hey, who's on their deathbed, me or Steve? You are. <laughs> Is this like you're super coming up old. soon? Okay, no, good. Yeah, super. <laughs> no. I, have you seen Romy and Michelle's high school reunion? Yes. yes. At the end, when the, the, she calls, she's on her deathbed. She goes, "I'm the Mary." Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to call Steve on my deathbed and say, yeah. "I'm the Mary"? Yes. <laughs> Weirdo. Every Friday, we give you a little bit of a taste of the old sweet, sweet movies that are going on, or like the big ones, mm-hmm. with Steve's movie reviews. Now, Steve. Now, Fish. Suicide Squad sequels today, isn't it? Because uh, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, well, and, and, okay, so the whole thing about this, I got really confused because um, it's the Suicide Squad. Yep. It's not Suicide Squad 2. Yep. It, like, and then the other one's just called Suicide Squad. So the the the, the is the part But that, it's the same people? No, well, mostly. It's a different Yeah, it's the some squad's different actors, mm. too. Uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't have, like, Will Smith's <laughs> not in it, I don't think. No. Uh, I think if they do a third one, if they're smart, they'll call it. The Suicide Squads. Or Squatter. No, mm. that'd be weird. That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find out what's going on in the movie world. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your host, Buddy. This week we are checking out two brand new movies out in theaters and on streaming. The first movie we're looking at this week is Vivo, Netflix's new animated kids movie. Vivo is the story of an old musician and his pet honey bear who suddenly hears from his old partner from back in the day. Nothing would mean more to me than for us to sing together again. So you guys were like a duo. She was also the love of my life, but I never told her how I felt. Aw, that's so sad and sweet. So the musician's pet sets out on an adventure to find the old partner and get them back together. The mission for love is on. Can I pet him? No. Go to town. His name's Vivo. He's a possum. That's a kinkajou, a.k.a. the honey bear. Critics are really enjoying Vivo with Rotten Tomatoes scoring at a 90% certified fresh, and Metacritic gave Vivo a 66 out of 100. You can stream Vivo right now on Netflix. The big movie this weekend is The Suicide Squad, DC Comics' latest movie about a group of supervillains who come together for a very important mission. Each member is chosen for his or her own completely unique set of abilities. Let's 
down number two. Good to know. Well, that is quite the unique ability there, Harley Quinn. And their mission is even more unique than that. Your mission is to destroy every trace of something known only as Project Starfish. Any questions? Starfish is a slang term for a butthole. Think there's any connection? No. No. Now, if it were me, I'd look a little bit more into that. Critics are really enjoying the Suicide Squad, with Rotten Tomatoes scoring at a 93% certified fresh, and Metacritic isn't that far behind, with a 74 out of 100. You can see the Suicide Squad in theaters or on streaming on HBO Max right now. And that's what's playing at the movies. And not playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me. He's that's Steve. Steve. I'm Steve. Really, Steve? What? You had to put that clip in there out of all the clips from the Suicide Squad. I mean, it was the best clip from the trailer. Don't I, I agree. Say now, just because he played it, you. Though I'm not worried about you as much, Steve, as I am. You, you aren't worried about Christine. him. No, so I'm did you about look you. into... Don't you say it. Starfish? Don't yeah, say I it. did. <laughs> Don't say it, mm -hmm. Christine. I even now, listened to the Limp Biscuit songs, Chocolate Starfish, Christine to get some references. Actually, now thinks that she can say that word because you aired it. It's not that simple. But no, don't you remember no. the other day? All we we kept saying Hole was. Hole is one of my favorite bands. I'm gonna get into a whole bunch of trouble if you guys keep this up. You're such a butt. I, I'm, I'm just saying. Don't you do it, all right? Hold on. Okay. Seriously, I want to line you. Wait, I have one more thing. I want to line you guys up in the hallway and just walk down there and piece by piece kick you both in the butthole. <gasps> oh! I can say it. You can't no. say it because I'm the one Poor that's going to get in trouble. So anyway. But anyway, I hope you have a great whole full weekend with the next by 7 <laughs> About to learn knowledge for a few minutes here, Christine. I've got five things I want to share with you. Where is knowledge coming from today? I don't know if you guys know. Today's International Beer Day. Yeah. So it's got to come from beer. From beer or the can? No, like a a really cold glass of beer. A really cold glass of beer. That sounds wonderful. Okay, mm -hmm. here we go. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a really cold glass of beer. For example, you're in the Alaskan mountains mm. with a refrigerator and a very long extension cord. And plugged into your, uh, inside of your plugged in refrigerator is a beer <gasps> and a glass. Mm. So as you're in the Alaskan mountains and the temperature is negative 40, you open up the refrigerator, you get your glass and your beer, and you pour it into the glass. As everything frosts over, it becomes really cold mm -hmm. rather than just cold. You put the beer up to your lips and then you realize something. You have a saggy tongue. Oh. <laughs> then you realize your glass is actually metal. Uh-oh. And your tongue has stuck to the outside of the rim <sighs> of your glass. So now you I hate need, when that happens with a saggy tongue. You need I know. to find someone to drive up to your mountains whose job it is to get your tongue off the rim of the glass. <laughs> you consume the beer, it goes down your throat, does a 180 turn past your eye socket, goes to your brain. I'm in a hurry now because Steve just realized there's a naughty joke in there. Well, I was going to say, it's quite the job. Providing you with knowledge, we'll leave it there. 
By the way, no, I like no, that no, you went no. to Alaska. <laughs> okay. Alaskan Amber is one of my favorite beers. There you go. That's, I knew that. No, you didn't. That's why he went there. Yeah, 100%. Totally. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Chinese Lucky Bamboo. You know what that is? It's a thing for real. Yeah. Uh, isn't actually Chinese. Oh. It, it's from Central Africa, and it isn't bamboo. <gasps> okay. It, it's actually related to the asparagus, which means if you ate the bamboo, your pee would smell funny. Uh, that leaves lucky, and at this rate, the prospects aren't uh, looking that great anyway. So there well, you go, lucky bamboo. I feel like I've been lied to my whole life now. <laughs> well, if you, uh, I'll tell you this: if you are a smoker and you live in Mumbai, India, boy, are you in trouble. Uh oh. Breathing the air in Mumbai, India, for just one day, breathing the air, mm-hmm. just breathing the air, is the equivalent of smoking 100 cigarettes Whoa. in a day. In one day. Mm. I'm going to say that again because that's so sad. Breathing the air in Mumbai, India for just one day is the equivalent of smoking a hundred cigarettes. Crazy. Charles Schultz. Uh, Schultz. <laughs> Charles Schultz. Poor Charles. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Mine was an accident. Yours will be on purpose. <laughs> it's ironic You're because. You're so many to him today. Do you realize uh, it's, that? It's, it's ironic, too, because we're going to be talking about peanuts right now. But anyway, Charles Schultz. And then next, the pianist. The, oh, God. Uh, the guy who created peanuts is, the US ho- is in the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame, actually. Okay. He wasn't in the NHL. He was just a huge hockey fan who did a lot of peanuts strips about hockey, so they inducted him. Oh. People driving below the I speed limit are more likely to get into an accident than people driving above the speed limit. Oh, okay. And finally, Darth Vader. Are you familiar, Christine? Star Wars. Yes, I am. Darth Vader, when he comes into the room. <sighs> Hey, Darth, how's it going? Hello, Christine. <laughs> I am here. His breathing yeah. is trademarked. Is it really? In 2009, Lucasfilms applied to the United States Patent and Trademark Office for a sound mark, which is a trademark on a sound. So this... <sighs> Stop it! We could get in trouble. We're going to get sued. Like, really, they could sue us just for... You're going to be in a <sighs> whole butt of trouble. We're not. She's... <laughs> She's okay, trying to bond with us. I mean, just, yeah, yeah, like if you're gonna do something, you're gonna something, tell a dumb joke like that. At least make it funny. Yeah, and you gotta slide it in a little bit better if you're gonna do I'm something laughing. like that. Of course you are. You always laugh at your jokes. Just, yeah. Who's the funniest person in the room? Ask Christine. Christine, who's the funniest person in the room? Uh, I wish I could say you, Steve, because you have your moments, but it's her. <laughs> but it's obviously like Christine. Obviously me. There it is. <sighs> Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. You know, like uh, when you have that friend or that buddy who uh, everybody's like, oh, it's Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob always does it. You know, like, so when Bob does something good, you want everybody to know because Bob always does something dumb or bad. Right? That's how I feel about Ohio. <laughs> so Ohio has done a couple good things, and I've got to share them with you. Uh, this dad named Joel out of Ohio is an awesome Awesome, Dad. He started an ice cream truck business with two of his kids who have Down syndrome to help them get a job. I was out at a uh, at a school. They were doing a summer school for uh, special needs kids. There was a girl named Maddie. She came up to the truck after we had served, and she said, thanks for making my day. Maddie, I want you to know God made you just like you are, and he has something special in your life. So when I drove away from that place, 
uh, tears in my eyes, I realized something very important was happening with this simple ice cream truck that you see in the background. Just because Ohio is Ohio doesn't mean good people aren't there. That's very true. You know I mean, sometimes good people have to live they, in bad I places. Was yeah, just sometimes say good that. people's cars break down yeah. and then they're stuck in Ohio. <laughs> like, for example, this Ohio guy and his 95 year old grandma. They just got in the Guinness Book of World Records for creating the world's largest Oreo. This is a normal Oreo, and this is the world's biggest Oreo. 65 pounds of butter, 56 pounds of sugar. Looked up online what the world's biggest Oreo was. We decided we're going to go bigger and better, so we made a four-foot-by-four-foot Oreo, and it's going to be about 175 pounds. You think you can eat it all? Well, I'll starve. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to finish this thing off in a few months before it goes stale. Coincidentally, by the way, that's social media influencer. That's his job. Of course. Uh, Ross Smith and his 95-year-old grandmother made Aww. it. Fish, I had to look it up. I couldn't help myself. I needed to see this Oreo, and it looks delicious. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> impressive, and I'm sure they're going to get a bunch of other Oreos given to them. Well, I was going to say, I can't wait for Nabisco to show up at their door and sue them That'd for using the name Oreo. Hysterical. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're uh, from Nabisco, and we're going to sue you. That's from my brain. That's what they're from. That's what they're <laughs> we're suing you for using the name Oreo, by the way, uh, and the, the logo and everything else. So if you want to check it out, you can always uh, just Google it, world's largest Oreo. Steve, you love The Simpsons. I do love The Simpsons. You also love South Park. I love South Park. I'm going down to South Park, going to have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere. So uh, I want you to I want you to hear about this because okay, hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you told me, I swear I think it was like six months to a year ago that they were done. Trey, uh, we're talking about Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park. It was they, longer than that. They uh, they've been talking about it for a while that they're just kind of sick of doing it, and um, they even did. I don't remember if it was an entire season or half a season where like the ca- the whole campaign and promotions on Comedy Central was cancel the show. Oh, really? Yeah. You're going to be really, <laughs> really happy then if you're a South Park fan and you thought they were done. Because they just, they just signed a brand new deal to continue South Park for six more seasons. Okay. Wow. It also includes 14 straight-to-streaming movies. 14 movies? Which will be exclusive wow. to Paramount+. Plus. So much for being done. Money talks. Right? <laughs> Guess. How much they're getting? Guess. Oh my gosh. Just whip out a number. Uh, 20 mil. Good guess. Steve. Over six years? Six years. So 20 mil, let's say 20 mil a year, even. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. 20 mil <laughs> 120. times. 120? 120 times two, because there's two of them, right? Oh, that'd be okay. 240 million. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be insane. Steve, what do you think? 240 million. What do you uh, think? Over six years, I'll say 50 million a year. 50 million a year each? For the both of them. So fifty million. Uh, it says six hundred million. Am I right? Fifty times six? No, fifty times two for each of them. Yeah, he said fifty million. for both he of them. For both. Six yeah. years. That's six hundred million, right? Sure, let's go with that. No, that's actually accurate. Uh, yeah, but I said right? fifty million he for both for, both. for oh, the both, both of them. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're both wrong. You're both too. <laughs> it's irrelevant. You're both too low. Wow. Trey Parker and Matt Stone just signed a new nine hundred million dollar deal. What? 
to continue South Park for six more seasons, and it includes 14 straight to streaming movies. Like I said, money talks. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) apparently so. So I want you to think about this right now, okay? Let's just take a beat. Wow! I know, right? Think about this. What is something that you, you know, like if you don't like your job, you don't like your job at all, but they offer you $900 million to oh, do it for six I mean, more years. Do whatever you want. I'll be yeah. here for 900 <laughs> mil. <laughs> what is something you don't want to do, but you still continue to do it, maybe because of the money or because of your family? What is something you don't want to do, but you still continue to do it? Maybe it's your body. Or just work in general. It yeah. could be work, but it could be your body. Like for me, it's eating healthy. I don't want to do it. I hate it. I don't like it. I've never liked it. Mm. Yeah, but these guys, $900 million, they were done with the show. They're like, I'm sick of South Park. It's been on for how many years? Uh, like, this will be the 25th yeah. season coming up in the fall. Okay, so Crazy. 25 real seasons. Yep. Not like The Bachelor that does two seasons in one year or three in one year. And, and, and the- they, they don't pre-produce either. Uh, they used to in the past, but it's like South they, Park. they start writing their next show the Thursday morning after the Wednesday one aired. That's because they keep up with current events. Yeah, that's what they have to do that. They are so tired of this show. $900 million. You're done. I wonder if Paramount was the one who was like 14 movies, or if, I don't know how they came up randomly with 14 movies. Well, six years. Yeah, that is weird, isn't that's it? A 16 lot. It is. So like, but still, come on. It's straight to streaming movies, Paramount Plus. They're $900 million for the creators of South Park. South Park. It's insane. It is insane. That, it's insane. That, that, that really is. I don't even know them. what I would do with $450 million. That's what they each get, Christine. That's math. I mean, I just, I can't believe that much money. I would I, I would have to swim in a pool of cash. How much, are they, <laughs> how much, Christine, if they're making $900 million, how much are they getting each out of that? $450. Yeah, I just want to make sure you heard me yeah. say that. Yeah. I like to test her math skills. All right. <laughs> uh, we've got an Olympic coverage coming up for you next, but today's text question of the day, which member of the show would you sli- switch wives? wives? Switch wives? What? what is going on with me today? Wow. You have a lot on your mind. I don't have a wife, so... There I have a lot no on my switching. mind today. Yeah, I clearly have a lot on my mind. But So if you could switch wise with a member of the show. You said it again. I did that on purpose. Okay. That uh, doesn't make me look as dumb. Uh, flashback Friday from April 23rd of 2020. Christine, what is today's text question of the day? Who on this show would you switch lives, with lives with? Yeah. And why? Okay, man, let's talk about horoscopes. Yeah, let's do it. I love this topic. Uh, Biggest veterinarian group in the country sent out an email the other day on what your pet's zodiac sign says about their personality. Mm -hmm. So Barrett the dog was born in like mid-November. I don't know what his sign is. His sign is Scorpio. Oh my gosh, you know that? No, Scorpio would be, isn't that October? It's October, November, because it's like end of October-ish for Scorpio. Okay, Steve, I know you're a Libra. But I am. Do you know what your pet is? I don't know when either of my pets were born. Bet you 20 bucks Christine knows her dog, her cat sign, Harley. Oh, for sure. Her birthday is in two weeks from today. She was born August 20th, making her a Leo. August 20th, she's a Leo. Mm-hmm. Natural born leaders Aww. is what they are. So your pet's birthday and the, you know their sign. So if your pet is a Leo, they are natural born leaders. If your pet is an Aquarius. That's me. They're the most creative pets and can turn any object into a toy, which is very similar to you, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Pisces are in touch with their emotions. Aries, active and always on the move. These are your pets, how your pets are, if it's whatever their sign is. 
Taurus, they enjoy the finer things in life. They like expensive food and nice beds. Sounds about right. Gemini, they probably have two sides to their personality. Cancer, they have a lot of emotional intelligence and they're loyal. Leo, which again is yours. Mm-hmm. Nah, Harley, the cat, the natural born leader. Virgo, hardworking, grounded, and very vocal. Libra, Steve and I are Libras. Gentle, sensitive, and intuitive. Aww. What's Barrett the dog, though? And they love to cuddle. Steve, what Oh, is... yeah, we said Scorpio. Christine, you actually told me what he was. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Sorry. Don't do drugs. <laughs> no. Sagittarius, they're very curious and love to explore. Capricorn, loyal and extremely protective. And Barrett the dog, Scorpio, when they set their mind to something, they follow through. Is that true? Barrett the dog sees Norm the neighbor out there. He will gradually... Nudge closer and closer and closer to Norm's yard when we're not looking. Yes, he definitely is that. He is that puppy. What a cutie. So the Olympics are almost done. Mm-hmm. We're looking at the medal count right now, and China is ahead as far as gold goes by four. The United States is ahead on total gold count, gold, silver, bronze, 92 to 74. China's in second. Then Russia, then Great Britain, and then Japan. So there you go. That's your goal, your medal count. USA ahead in total medals, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, one of the reasons that we're ahead in total medals is because of all the work that got done yesterday. Uh, David Taylor from Nevada had a two-point takedown and won the gold yesterday in men's 86K freestyle wrestling. To become a WWE wrestler now, he has a gold medal. It's a good angle. I guarantee you they're going to offer him a couple mil. Uh, woman's pole vault. Katie Nagodi Nagodi Yeah she won Gold yeah. I was like What is he saying He's just mumbling to himself Yeah I'm part. trying to make it sound Like I know her name uh, She cleared 16 feet 3 4 inches for the win Wow I kind of want to say it in like That's a, crazy Like an upper peninsula UP Michigan UP Oh yeah You know that Katie Nagodi Was on old yeah, she cleared 16 feet through three quarter inches for the win, you know, don't you know? Her <laughs> I dad, know now. Her daddy introduced her to the pole vault, you know? He died when she was 16. That's sad. She's Aww. 30 now, though, and she still writes dad on the soles of her track shoes. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah, my daughter's 30 and can't even spell. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the big one. Uh, well, not finally yet, because we got to talk about this girl from China. April Ross finally got the gold medal that she was after at the Olympics. She and Alex beat Australia 21 to 15 and 21 to 16 in beach volleyball yesterday. This is April's third Olympics. She has a set of medals now. She has a bronze, a silver. She won the bronze in 2012, a silver in 2016. And then last night, she won the gold. Moving on. So it is now 20 to 16. Third chance for the United States here. Match point. It's amazing. It's said. amazing. <laughs> that was weird in the background. Okay. Yeah. So now let's talk about what happened with the, what's going on with this China thing, because this is just too cool. So there is a 14-year-old girl. She's Chinese. She produced arguably the greatest diving display in Olympic history. Take a listen. This is her first major international competition. It's the Olympic Games. And look at this, it is a perfect dive. Seven tens. And the spirit and character of this 14-year-old. 
to do what she's doing. An extraordinary seven tens again for Tuan. For so the let me break this time. down for you. This is the greatest diving display from a, by the way, she's 14. That's yeah. So this has never happened ever in Olympic history. She scored tens on every Everything. dive. Tens on every dive, including two perfect tens. A perfect ten is when every judge says ten. That's very good that you knew I was going to say that. Yes. Are, are, you try, are, you, are we trying to, you want to play the game where we keep saying what the other person says? No. You've done it twice. I'm ready to go. Okay. Okay. One more, One more time. time. Make it three. three. <laughs> I'm very good at this game. It used to drive Connie nuts. Uh, but she scored perfect tens. She got two uh, two dives, drew all tens, and then the third one, she got tens from six of the seven judges. But it doesn't matter. In the Olympics, they choose your best two dives. Yeah. She is the first person ever in Olympic history to have two perfect dives. It's wow. amazing. So, and she was fourteen. So who knows where she goes from there? So way to go, China. By the way, she didn't even win a medal. She didn't. Well, of course she did. She had two perfect dives. I was like, yeah, what? I, was like, what? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure Copycat <laughs> over here was still engaged. <laughs> Uh, we, we have a rando text that we posted up on social media. We do that all the time. Mm-hmm. We're going to bump today's rando texto to help out that brother in pain on Monday uh, because of a, a sister with a brain that's on the phone with us right now. Hold on. O-M-G. Rando texto, Master Joe via Apo, free download in the Apo Storo. Here's the thing. So we call you, the, the people that listen to our show, the, the click of six. The reason that we call you the click of six is because management has always said to Connie and I, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, uh, that no more than six people would ever want to listen to the, the crap show, essentially, that we put up, right? We've always had fun with it, and uh, we, we always try to have a good time. But one of the main things that Connie and I decided many years ago when we built the concept of what we would want to do with what we do mm-hmm. is one of the main things we wanted to do was help people, whether they listen to our show or not, in times of need, okay? There's a sister with a brain on the phone with us right now. I, I, did we decide we're just going to call you Anonymous? Yeah. Okay. So Anonymous is a, a member of the Click of Six. and she she, is. She's on the phone with us right now, and you and I were just having a conversation off the air because you need a little bit of help. What exactly is going on right now? Well, we have two golden retrievers who are literal brothers. They, Chevy was born first in the first litter, and then mom got pregnant and had a second litter right after. I'm sorry, hold on. So your dog's name are Chevy and? Booner. B-O-O-N-E-R. Booner. Chevy and Booner. Okay. And so they've lived their entire lives together, side by side. Well, we took Booner to the vet last night and found out that he has dementia and a possible brain tumor. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Thank and, you. And but and there's more though too, right? We're we're left with a decision on his quality of life. And with his quality of life comes along with Chevy's quality of life. 
So, I almost said your name. Uh, Steve, can you change your name to Anonymous in the program so I don't accidentally say it? Thank you. Uh, Anonymous, um, Chevy is how old? They're both about 15 years old. So, they're up there in dog years. And they're saying Chevy isn't sick, but they're saying you should put Chevy down as well. Or they're saying Chevy's got to go too. They aren't. We are because we know that Chevy would not be able to go on happily without his brother. We know that they are inseparable. They go when one has to go to the vet, the other goes crazy. It's just impossible and it's cruel. Nobody knows. Nobody knows Anonymous what these dogs go through more than you. This is our rando texto today and really what Anonymous is about to ask because you asked me this off the air uh, that I know I, that you're going to go there. You don't know. Are you having a hard time? You're not asking for advice from people on if you should put your dogs down. You're asking how. I'm just asking for how I can handle this because I know it needs to be done. And I've never gone through this. And I feel like I'm putting them on my own children. I'm so sorry. I am so very sorry. Yeah, I, I'm really sorry, I Anonymous. On a Friday of all days. We all are pet owners. I actually, my family and I went through this not long ago with our two Yorkies who are brothers as well. And this is in the past. And this is in the past, like six months. Yeah. And um, we put Snickers down first. And I know what you mean by it affects the quality of life of the other dog because his brother, Button, I mean, he was already towards the end of his life as well, but he really went downhill even more after he lost his brother. So I don't think you're making a selfish decision whatsoever. We put him down a few months after uh, Snickers, and I'm really, really sorry for what you're going through. There's no way to make it easier except that you have you had 15 years with these dogs you know like there's nothing that can fill that hole in your heart because they're you've had them for so long but it does get easier so anonymous is on the phone with us right now she has uh, two dogs chevy and booner and uh they they grew up together they're both 15 anonymous yes they're both 15 years old and uh she's looking for advice from you the click of six and how she copes with it. Uh, Steve, have you ever had to put an animal down before? Yeah, uh, several actually throughout my life. The most recent was my cat, Zoe, and actually going to the vet. They The one thing I, I will say, I don't know if you're strong enough, I, I'm never going to do this again. They asked if I wanted to be in the room when they put her down, and I said yes. Oh, and that's where I was going to go, I'm to. not going to do that again. In the future, that was just far too hard. Like, I'm even tearing up now thinking about it. My sister said the same thing because she was in the room for our first dog, and she said she wishes she wasn't there. Yeah. I wasn't back in the Detroit area when they put him down, and I'm honestly thankful I wasn't in the you, room. You, you, you should be. Yeah. Uh, so Anonymous is on the phone with us. Anonymous, are you married? Um, engaged. Engaged. So you and uh, so who's been with the dogs the, the longest? My fiance has. Okay, and you've been with the dogs for four or five years, six uh, years? Nine years. Nine years. Wow. Okay. So you okay. So we're talking about hey Anonymous, quick side note. What the hell? Why'd it take him so long to propose? Like that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess he really had to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are actually looking for advice from people. And, I, and Connie and I, we lost Connie earlier this year, which is the hardest thing I've ever gone through. Yeah. Ever. No offense. No, no. Second, at all. second hardest thing I've ever gone through. And, uh, up until Connie's losing Connie and I was with Connie when, whatever, when she passed. Uh, other than that, hard, up to that point, the hardest thing I'd ever done is Connie and I had a dog, Allie, mm-hmm. who had 14. Yeah. I had to, um, I was in the room with Allie. And, and, and being in the room is one of the hardest things you'd ever go through. Um, and uh, Anonymous and her fiancé are having to put their dogs down both at the same time of 15 years. And she's looking for advice from you, Click of Six, on how do you cope? What did you do? Uh, I'm assuming some people are going to say, don't, you know, take a break from owning a dog. And other people are going to say, get a dog right away. But I was wondering, can we keep you on the phone with us for a little bit more so we can get advice from the click of six for this? Okay. Don't go anywhere. Guys, she really needs your help. If you can call, text, message via the app, help her out with today's rando text out. We're trying to help out a member of the click of six. Texto, message via Apple, free download to an Apple store. We have a uh, diehard member who we're calling anonymous, a uh, diehard member of the Click of Six on the phone with us right now. Uh, who uh, There's weird background noise, by the way, if you can uh, adjust anonymous person. Uh, but why do we have a weird echo with you? She must have the radio up. No, it's her car, I'll bet. Are we in your Bluetooth, anonymous? You are. Do I, do I take you off? Yeah, that no. I, are you driving? Could you? Uh, you're you're so upset. You shouldn't be driving, to be honest with you. But uh, I'm actually sitting in a parking lot. Oh, perfect. Oh, there you go. That's okay. As long as you're not driving, I wasn't going to let you take us off Bluetooth yeah. and drive. Yeah. So anonymous is on the phone with us, and she's asking advice from you, the click of six, and you know, from everybody uh, about Chevy and Booner. Chevy and Booner are her dogs. Booner is sick, and uh, did you say uh, cancer in the brain? Dementia and um, a possible brain tumor. That's yeah. what it was, brain tumor. And Chevy and Booner have been together for 15 years. Her uh, fiance's dog of 15 years. She's been with this guy who's just slow with a ring for nine years. <laughs> uh, you're asking for advice from people about how to deal with this because you're having a hard time with the fact that you're putting these dogs down today. We're we're doing it Monday. Oh, Monday. Okay, so you're gonna have the week. Oh, it's gonna be a tough weekend. Take in that yeah. weekend with your dogs. Yeah, yeah. Take that, a bunch I'm, of pictures. Yeah, I I I actually was at work this morning, and I just I I couldn't handle being there. So I don't blame you. I can't. I was blame able you to leave and. Good boss. So, yeah. So we've got some members of the Click of Six that really want to help you. A bunch of people have texted in a message via the app. Christine, not the one that's in the studio with me, a different Christine, is on the phone with us. What do you want to say, Christine? Um, So I wanted to say I used to work at a vet office, and I know everyone else on the show has said that, you know, being in the room is the hardest thing to do. They wouldn't recommend it. Um, I highly recommend being in that room. Christine, I'm sorry if you misunderstood me. I think Connie missed out when I put our dog Allie down and I was in that room. It was a, it was an experience, and I wanted Allie, our dog, that Connie and I get, had got from the Humane Society many, many years ago, like over 20 years ago. Uh, I wanted her to see me. So I, I highly I agree with you as well, but why do you recommend it? 
Um, so working at the vet office, um, you know, bringing them into the room, it's their final moments. Um, and they're looking for that, your owner, like they're their looking comfort. for their loved ones in that office. And, you know, they're looking around scared. I've assisted, you know, sitting there in the room with the dog because the owners chose not to go in there. They're looking for their loved ones. They're scared. They're just as nervous. And they need that person there with them. And it's heartbreaking to see you know, it's like the worst trauma you can ever go through. But can you imagine from the other point of dog's view where yeah. it's their final moments and yeah. you're not there to help. And that's such a recovery process, too, um, so, for yourself to mourn and cope over that death. And so, I think that's the best decision. So other Christine, yeah. meaning with other Christine in the studio, uh, Christine in the mm-hmm. studio is crying right now. <laughs> Uh, other Christine, is there a trick? Is there something she can do on Tuesday, the day after her dogs are put down? Anonymous is on the phone with us right now with that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there something that you know of that you're like, people usually do this. It makes them kind of happy as a vet. Um, tech. So usually like before you go in, um, like, you know, spending the whole day with the dog, doing everything the dog loves to do. I recommend especially doing everything, um, you know, getting the ashes, um, getting like a really nice urn and stuff like that. I think that helps people very cope. Um, a lot of vet offices even offer like paw prints and stuff like that. And, I like, like that one. Mold. We did that. Yes. Connie, that is- Connie kept the ashes, Christine, of our dog, Allie. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, she was going to put them into a picture frame yeah, because we didn't realize that there are bones in ashes. And she was going to put them into a picture frame for each of us and then give us each a, you know, we would each have a photo, one of those like letterboxed ones. And then she called me and she said, Fish, I can't do it. There's bones in these ashes. (laughs) She's like, it was just too, too weird. But I I think that's a a great idea. And thank you very much for the call. Let's go to Chris real quick. Chris, what do you think? Hey, first and foremost, I just want to say, there's no right or wrong answer whether you're in the room or out of the room. It has to be what your heart tells you to do. <clears throat> I personally was there for all of my fur babies, and it's the hardest thing you're ever going to have to encounter. Um, the worst one was my little Jack Russell. He was only 10 years old. I got up in the morning. He was fine. I got home from work, and he was in a bad way. His heart was giving out. We were left with no choices with him, and we had to do it. And the second part of it is, again, there's no right or wrong answer whether you get another dog right away or you never get another dog. I swore on that day I would never get another one because I couldn't go through that again. But I was grieving so hard and was so devastated that my oldest son found this little female Jack Russell, which, by the way, I always swore never again another Jack Russell. (laughs) If you've ever encountered one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, handful from what I've heard. They rule the roost. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that I believe that just personally that God has a plan for you. And this little dog, she was 12 weeks old when we went up and seen her. We drove to God knows where up north, way far away. (laughs) (laughs) Saw this little girl and took her home that day, and she has just been the spark of my life every day since. So, Chris, Anonymous is on the phone with us right now. She's got a dog, two dogs, Chevy and Booner, and they've 15 years old, going to both be put down on Monday. She's really obviously torn up, wondering what to do. Uh, what's something that she could do possibly this weekend or that you would do this weekend if you were her Tuesday or whatever? Spend every minute you can with them. If they're wanting to eat, give them every snack they've ever wanted. Cook them a filet mignon and cut it up and give it to them. Just make the last days the best that you can remember because those are the things that in the end you're going to cling to. You're not going to remember 
every day how horrific it was if you do go in with them, but you will remember all the great things that you did with them. If they want to walk, walk with them 12 times a day. You know, do whatever they can do and just love them. Hey, uh, Chris, uh, I just, I don't want, I don't mean to correct you live on the air, but it's called a fillet mignon. (laughs) (laughs) In case you were wondering, I just didn't want you to sound dumb. Yeah, Yeah, so. He's helping you out. Yeah, that's for you. Thank you for the advice. Anonymous, we've got a couple more texts, and just based on, you know, I, I say this all the time, time constraints. Uh, yes, we have to wrap this up in a, in a little bit. And I obviously, no. we would love it if you followed up with us on Tuesday just so we could yeah. hear how you're doing uh, the day after you have to unfortunately put your two dogs down. But here's some advice from members of the Click of Six that we've received via text uh, and email. A few people suggested this. I don't know if your vet does this, but they said that they had their vet come to the come to their home and put the we're dog down. We're actually doing, yeah, you're, we are doing that. Yeah. They say it makes it like more comfortable yeah. uh, we want them to be at home and yeah. happy another good idea when they come over is uh like if the vet is your vet a male or a female he's a male a male uh if you have a trench coat you could wear a trench coat with like some lingerie so like you have like nylon <laughs> through, just to throw the vet off if he's wondering what's going on say sorry i woke up like this have your hair done makeup perfect and just you know and then her fiance would be like man i should put a ring on it much sooner yeah, right? <laughs> uh, i really like this idea from jesse who said frame their collars pictures and paw prints we actually did the same with our yorkies yep and it's just a nice memento to have, and for you to something for you to see every day. Uh, some other people suggested um, there are pet support groups yeah. if you're having a really hard time. Um, and it, as far as like being there in the room, um, it's kind of split. Some people said it was the hardest thing, but the most rewarding thing. And like you know, it's their last moments. They do want to be with someone that they love, kind of like what um, that caller Christine was saying. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and that's my thing. I don't, I, I don't want them to be alone. And I, I, I want, it's just that what makes it so hard is just, they're so happy. They're just so happy, and it's just their bodies that just mm-hmm. can't hang on anymore. And my, I, just me inside, I, I feel like I'm just, like I'm buttering them up only to hurt them. You're not, and though. I know it's not no. that. You're not. You're not, though. You're not, though. Because think about it. You know the quality of life is about to just... You don't want them to go through that. You're actually doing a selfless thing for them. And yep. you had, I mean, you guys have raised these dogs for so long. You've given them such a good life, and they know that. We're on the phone right now with a member of the Click of Six. And, hey, yeah, I know we're running long management. Sorry. Uh, we're on the phone with a member, but not really sorry. We're on the phone with a member of the Click of Six right now. Chevy and Booner are her dogs uh, of 15 years. Her fiance's dogs of 15 years in her life for nine years. They're having to put both dogs down next week. They've been getting advice from members of the Click of Six. And uh, we do have to wrap this up in a, in a little bit. But the, the point is, like, Christine nailed it right there. It is anonymous. We, I, I, I keep wanting to say your name because I know <laughs> what your name is. It is anonymous, the best thing that you can do for them. You know, like the vet, uh, I'm assuming you have a quality vet. And a vet would not do that for you if it wasn't ethical. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Okay. I just, 
we're going to wrap this up with Courtney real quick. Courtney, what do you want to say to Anonymous? So um, I'm a licensed veterinary technician. I do this type of stuff daily, unfortunately. And I personally just put down two of my childhood pets within the last three weeks. Sorry. I'm so (laughs) sorry. sorry. Oh, no, it's it's not okay. But (laughs) um, my biggest thing to you as a technician, um, if you didn't want to be in the room, there's so many different options that um, even you can just ask your veterinarian about it. Um, Even if they come to your house and you don't want to be with them in the final like injection moment, um, you can ask the veterinarian to sedate the animals. So like um, that you can just be with them while they fall asleep rather than being with them as they pass away. It's kind of a, peaceful moment rather than having to be with them in that sort of time but it's totally up to you um there's super super cool options um to do cremation and that sort of thing i personally got a really really pretty um ring with my cat's ashes in it just so i have her with me yeah Okay, so Courtney, two questions. A, uh, yeah. I, the, the, you've been listening. You've heard some of the advice that Anonymous got. She's putting her two dogs down. Uh, she and her fiance are putting their two, do- two dogs down at the same time on Monday. Uh, yeah. And uh, you've heard some of the advice. Pretty solid advice, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the bigger issue. Imagine you show up at Anonymous's house and she's wearing a trench mm-hmm. coat with lingerie underneath it. <laughs> And her makeup's perfectly done and her hair's done. And she's like, I woke up like this. It's a hard time. Would you be completely you know, thrown? You no, know, I've seen the weirdest things, honestly. Really? <laughs> have you seen there. that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've not seen that, but um, it's this job feels so strange. Yeah. It's, wait, honestly, wait, wait. You just... What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Let's make Anonymous smile. Remember, you're live on the air. <laughs> um, or can't you say? I really I can't even think of anything. Oh, okay. So my trench coat is the trump card. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. I am just trying to get more women to wear lingerie at different times because I think it'll cheer you up and make you feel pretty. All I'm trying to do is help you, the female population. It very well could. Yeah, but. see? Courtney knows she's a doctor. <laughs> Thank I'm you. not a doctor, just well, a technician. So hey, I'm like the nurse. Hey, Courtney. I was kind of upselling you here a little bit. You didn't have to ruin it. (laughs) All right, Courtney. I don't want to take that credit. Yeah, Courtney, thank you so much. Anonymous, did everything help a little bit? Obviously, you know I'm joking about the lingerie, but not really. Yes, everything. Thank you for your help. I know that it it all depends on the person, and it's it's something I've never been through, and it, it just, it's, it's just breaking my heart, and I just want to say thank you to you guys and to everyone for all of the information you've given. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with the Click of Six. Anonymous, by the way, on the phone with us, has to put her two dogs down, 15-year-old dogs down. Uh, they grew up together, lived together on Monday. Please call us back and uh, get back in touch with us on Tuesday. Management won't want you to call back because I ran so long. But uh, I don't care. Sometimes it's worth, you know, Connie and I always used to say, is it worth the meeting? I've taught Christine that this since she started a doing it. 100% it's 100% worth, it. worth the meeting. So, yeah. 
uh, anonymous. Thank you so so appreciated. Thank you. And I I have to apologize, anonymous, to you for Steve, who's shaking his head and with his hand in his head, shaking his head when I give this lingerie idea. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) I apologize that he's treating you that way because that was really awkward. It's all right. Thank you all again. No problem. Have a good day. Feel better, honey. Remember the click of six. I think I need to explain uh, my unique sense of humor to them because they they, uh, applauded Steve via the app. It's a free download in the app store. They applauded Steve via the app for putting your head in your hands Mm -hmm. and shaking it back and forth when I suggested she wear lingerie with a trench coat when the vet comes over to her house, put the dogs down because it'll cheer up her fiance and really confuse the vet. Yeah. And that's not, I want to point out, I had this anonymous member of the Click of Six, I almost keep saying her name. I had this anonymous member of the Click of Six laughing off the air, because that's how I try and help people. Laughing off the air when I uh, said every single swear word she wasn't allowed to legally yeah, say on the air. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> so it's just going for the funny. I don't necessarily think that she should... Well, yeah, I mean, I totally think she should do that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. There's actually no... Toad's trending his next. I'm not going to lie. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. You may be wondering, like, wait a minute, don't they do that uh, typically a little bit earlier? Well, we had to move things around a little bit. And uh, based on uh, what's going on, I've kind of tweaked things a little bit. So, according to a new poll, 42% of adults say they have an item that brings them good luck. You're always after me, Lucky Charms. The top three Lucky Charms are a necklace, a bracelet, and a ring. Hmm. Not a rabbit's foot? Not a rabbit's foot. So my question for you guys is, do you have a Lucky Charm? Steve? No, I do not. Like a keychain, a coin, another one, a picture of a loved one, a t-shirt, a watch, a glass, cup, mug, maybe? Nope. Lucky pair of socks? No. All right. I, I don't really either. Uh, Christine, do you? Uh, no, I don't have a lucky charm. I don't know if you'd consider this lucky charm, but I have two bracelets that I wear uh, and I've had on for years and haven't taken off. I mean, it's been easily over 10 years Okay. because one of them is from my grandma and the other I got at my grandpa's funeral. Okay. So it's like, I never take these bracelets off. It's not necessarily because if you took the bracelets off, do you feel like you I would, would have feel empty without it empty, but do you feel like you'd have bad luck? I don't know if I'd necessarily have bad luck. I just wouldn't feel right. I feel like maybe things would go wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> so they would then be a lucky charm. I don't see them as a lucky charm, but. Uh. Yeah, well, they, actually, I see your bracelets uh, just based on uh, how you set that up as double Bs. Bummer, Dub- bummer bracelets. <laughs> bummer bracelets. Yeah. Like, bummer bracelets. It's not fun. Hey, uh, as far as a bummer goes, so. Earlier today, we were having a we had a, a sister with a brain on for a rando text out. Her two dogs, Chevy and Booner, are being put down on Monday, and she didn't know what to do. And she asked you the click of six for advice. And I I have this video that I found that I've uh, been wanting to share, and it's specifically the audio of it. It's a it's a dad filming his young son, and they have a dog as well. And uh, releasing a butterfly. I'm going to show Christine the video right now. And Steve, you can see it too. Okay. They've released the butterfly. Uh-huh. I don't want you to say what's happening, but did you see what just happened? Yes. Okay. I did. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the reason I'm sharing this right now is dogs are fun. I'm not saying they're mean, but take a listen to the audio. I right, pull the lid off. That's it. 
So bye bye, butterfly. Hmm. Let him out. That's their dog. Lift it, lift thing up. That's why he can't get out. That's it. He's, he's, he's free. He's free. There you go. Ma Marvel, you idiot. Marvel's eating him. <laughs> Marvel just that's it. <laughs> they had this beautiful moment. Uh, and then the dog just chops down. Chop, literally nope. just chops on it. It's like, yeah. mm, snack. Cute little and it's, it's Christine just saw the video. It says cute little Play butterfly. It again. Cute little butterflies. So the, the sun is releasing it, the dad and the son. Yeah, you can do play by play real quick because I don't know if he swears. So in you this see version. in the in the container the butterfly. Sun just released the butterfly. Beautiful it's flying. White butterfly. Yeah. Oh, here comes dog, chases it. <laughs> Literally in one nup, take. Nup, nup, nup. <laughs> I like the play by play. Christine, <laughs> Steve, num 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 num. <laughs> now we need the dog. We need the dog to just go blonk or burp or whatever it would be. So there you go, dog owners. We'll throw that up on our social media here and uh it's cute. seconds. <laughs> Hopefully that makes your Friday feel a little bit better. I can't believe it, it baffles me that Christine doesn't understand the brain of Connie and Fish along with Steve. Connie, we lost earlier this year to cancer. Let me explain to you what I'm talking about right now. So today's text question of the day is a flashback Friday. From April 23rd of 2020, who on the show would you switch lives with on this morning show right here? You can text in, you can message via the app. We invite you to do so. That's a flashback Friday, which means it's one from the past. Flashback. Yesterday, every as we do every Thursday after the show, we all sit down and we have a conversation. And I say, Christine, randomly pick a date. She will randomly pick a date. Steve will go into our extensive computer system. Mm -hmm. it, it actually, we had to explain to Christine the, the parameters of the dates. Like she was picking like. 2016. April, April 1st of 1984. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was like, I here's my date range. And yeah. she's like, okay, I'm going to go two years behind that date range for my first yeah. guess. I'm like, come on. <laughs> anyway, she picked, and then Steve will throw out four or five different text questions a day, and we'll find, like, the one we did today. Which is, who on the show would you switch lives with? Now, here's where it got interesting. She seems very confused by how or why we would come up with one of the choices that we had. This was a flat. This was uh, from many, many years ago. I don't know, Steve, if you know that. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I don't know if you know when it's from. Actually, it was from last year. Last yeah. year. Yeah, so sometime last year. April something? Yeah. 20 something? Yeah, so, uh, and the question was. So it's from 420 of last year. Oh. <laughs> who would you, if you had to stare at a family member in the shower, who would it be? <laughs> and I was like, why is this a question? <laughs> why, and I'm like, why wouldn't it be a question? Like, is it just my immediate family, or is it go out to cousins and aunts and uncles? Do you want it to go to Canada? Yeah, do you want to drive over to a cousin's house and uh, stare <laughs> at him? Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I don't want to see any of my family members in the shower. Do you not love them? Yeah, why don't Not you love much. your family? Not Maybe like they that. need help. Yeah. <laughs> like, how about you? Uh, your sister is going to get married one day. You could wait till they're married and see your brother in law in the shower. There That's not as creepy. This is so weird. <laughs> and here's the fun part uh, I just assume at that point, because it's such a unique question. I'm like, Steve, did I come up with that or did you? Uh, and uh, it was Connie. It was Connie. I, I forget the context as to exactly why she came up with that, but that was a 100% Connie question. Do you I, guys remember what her answer was? <laughs> I think that she had a hard time answering it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm sure she laughed about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But what would your answer be, Christine? You have to answer. You brought it up. I don't know. Come on, who from your family here? I'll make you feel comfortable. Uh, Does my cat count? Here's a. Do you want this type of uh, music about looking at somebody in the shower from your family? (laughs) Or should we just Game of Thrones it? I mean, you know what? I'll go with like one of my baby cousins because it makes it less weird. (laughs) So you want to see. Babies don't because take showers. Ba- well, babies, yeah. babies are, no, you know, no, little kids are cute. It's baby in the shower, so it's got to be. Kids are cute. It's not a baby, though, so it's got to be a kid. Eight-year-old cousin? That's you creepy. Guys, You're going to jail, Guys, sister. this whole question yeah. is creepy. Christine's making things awkward. <laughs> real weird. Right. Blame simple, it on me. Simple, simple thing to answer. Steve. <laughs> Who from your family would you like to see in the shower? Your wife doesn't count. I mean, I'm obviously going with my brother. Why? So I can uh, be like, hmm. Compare notes. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. Nah, looks like you're uh, yeah, kind of striking in some departments. Yeah. yeah. Sorry looks about like your luck. like I'm the better brother. Yeah. <laughs> See, you guys did it all wrong. Today's text question of the day. While Christine couldn't uh, roll this necessarily the same way I am. Go ahead, guy. Go ahead, Steve. What's the text question of the day, Christine? For today. No, I'm sorry. For the the one that we didn't. Oh, okay. So 420 of last year, if you were forced to stare at a family member in the shower, who would it be? Steve, ask me. (laughs) Who would it be, Fish? Alicia's Aunt Sue married into the family. Everybody loves Aunt Sue. My dad asked about Alicia's Aunt Sue, who's smoking hot, at my mother's funeral. Are you serious? True story. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, that's we all grieve differently. Do you have a picture on Facebook so we can stalk? Not on Facebook, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my my father, at, I swear, hand to God, we just walk out of lunch after the funeral or dinner after the funeral, and Alicia and I are going to go back to Wisconsin, and my father says, "Ooh, fish." Uh, Alicia, so Aunt Sue, now I'm kind of single, so is she available? And Alicia starts laughing because it's so awkward because that's my family and our weird sense of humor. Yeah. And then my father says, true story, I swear, hand to God, I swear, I swear, I'm a a mama's boy, I swear on the memory of my mother. He says, ooh, well, actually, I'm kind of aged out of Aunt Sue. Does your grandma look like Aunt Sue? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Pretty hot, right? Yeah. Today's text question of the day, did you get it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Today for the text question of the day. It's a flashback Friday from April 23rd, 2020. Who on the show would you switch lives with? So, uh, right out of the gate, member of the Click of Six. Uh, by the way, Steve, you said... I said Christine because she doesn't have children and she has a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a perfect answer. I jumped on the train. I said Christine as well. Other reasons. <laughs> uh, just more or less comfy couch, TV, yummy food. Sounds good. Uh, sure, that was my answer. Uh, and Christine, you said... I said you because you have a fun fun house and like i just trying to be i just decide like hmm which room do i want to hang out in today in front of the fireplace or right behind the fireplace maybe i want to go in the basement and play pac-man maybe i want to go in the movie room maybe i want to go outside you make and it fire sound pit. like a, a palace <laughs> but it's just laid out well 
Fish's Fun House. Right? Yeah. Come on over, ladies. Uh, you the click a six, though, man. These answers are awesome. Uh, somebody said uh, for today's text question of the day. Who on the show would you switch lives with? Um, Steve. Ooh. B- because all he does is get stoned all day and play with his cute kids. Oh, sure, that that happens. By the way, is Steve the winner in this bad boy? Did he get the most votes? Uh, no, actually, you did. Oh. You beat us all, and a lot of it has to do with Barrett and Alicia. Of course, <laughs> of course it does, right? Uh, somebody said I was going to say Connie, who's no longer with us. She passed earlier this year. I was going to say Connie for the fact that she lived such a great life. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Uh, somebody else said Christine. She does her, and that's awesome. Aw, thanks. Uh, I want to be Fish and or Christine because you're both confident, outgoing, and extroverted. I'm introverted and have a lot of social anxiety, and I definitely wish I was confident and outgoing, which is funny because she's implying so is Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Somebody said he's got to go with Fish. He's got the right amount of awesome. Thank you. Going on right now with a nice house, cool dog, hardworking, successful wife. That's cool. Steve is a close second for the kids' sake, but mine are older. I say no way in hell. Okay. <laughs> Christine, I would love to hang with Fish and do the show. Winky emoji. Ooh. Fish, Alicia's hot. Yep, you're right. Here they come. Fish being in the business as long as he had with such limited skills, he must be lucky. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's a good one. Top like five-ish. Let's get into the top uh, you five-ish. You took them all. <laughs> oh, you made me mad. I'm just kidding. It's a flashback Friday from April 23rd of 2020. Who on the show would you switch lives with? I would like to be Connie's cat, Kevin, honorary member of the show, because he was so loved by Connie and still looked after by Dan and Fish. There you go. No. And you could lick yourself. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else said Fish, so I can lounge with Bear at the dog, sit by the fire pit during cold nights, and drink excessively. Okay. <laughs> uh, Steve, so I could do daddy tip segments on my teenage sons. All right. There you go. Maybe they could give you some ideas. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, today's text question of the day is kind of hard for me to answer. This is number three, by the way. Who on the show would you switch lives with? It's a flashback Friday from April 23rd of last year. Uh, the reason it's hard to answer is, could I see, please see a picture of Steve's wife? <laughs> I love the way that he loves her, but then again, last thing I want is uh, two little kids. So I guess I'll be Fish's wife, Alicia, instead, because Fish knows a good drink when he sees one. <laughs> sense in a theme it, you know this i went through this with my parents i'm like it's not that i drink a lot it's that you don't if you're going on a walk i don't normally post that picture on facebook when you're out and you're like what's up yeah drink but number two who on the show would you switch lives with connie because she's made a tremendous impact in the lives of so many her laugh was amazing and contagious i love the person that she was and her heart Although, unfortunately, her journey ended early, earlier than we would have liked. I would still love to have lived her life and had her amazing experiences. That's beautiful, number two. Mm -hmm. And then number one. Flashback Friday, April 23rd of 2020. Who on the show would you switch lives with? This is the perfect number Uh one. Uh Uh-huh. It would be your management. I would like to switch lives with your management. I would remove all those annoying, pesky, quote, time restrictions, end quote, that they give you. And I would let you do the show as you see fit because you're more entertaining than other artists will say. She listed them off, and we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Thank you very much. That is a great way to wrap up today's tax question of the day. You ready to get funky?
All right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show, all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Ooh, better than that. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up.